0: Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi Fi Passer, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at Calvary.com.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Uh, For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is the What's the Wi-Fi password. And my name is Tate Dozler. I attend Calvary Monterey, or I work at Calvary Monterey as well. I help in middle school and high school ministry. And with me today, I have our youth, or no, sorry, our middle school director, Andy Candreva. Yeah, hey,
2: how's it going, Tate? Uh, Yeah, middle school director is a good way to put it. Uh, Josh is taking a couple of days off right now, just enjoying his anniversary at home with Erica. Um, but I don't think I've taken over as the youth ministry director during <laughs> that time. Uh, no one's I told me that.
1: But we both, here's the thing, me and Andy both do middle school ministry, middle school for life. But we both love high school and enjoy high school ministry. And mm-hmm. it's not like we're anti high school ministry. But definitely if we ever had to choose, we would choose middle school every time.
2: Yeah, I, I I certainly would. Yeah, a lot of the high schoolers, but the middle schoolers are are too precious for me.
1: Totally, I agree. I agree completely. But anyways, um, I mean, Andy, I wanted to know what did you do this weekend? We're like six weeks into shelter in place, the seventh Sunday, I think. Yeah. So, what did your weekend look like?
2: Yeah, you know, my weekends have never been impressive. At least not for a long time. I don't have any like at least not often, I don't have stories like, oh man, I did this crazy trip over the weekend, or like, I got in this crazy thing, like freshman year of college, I had some nights where it was like, we went down to the beach at three in the morning, and like stayed out really late. Haven't done that in years. Before quarantine set in, like I worked on Saturdays and Sundays, and now that we're in quarantine, I I, I don't work on Sundays, but, there's nothing to do if I'm not working, and so this weekend was actually probably like the most boring of the boring stretch of weekends that I've had. So I worked three overnight shifts in four days last week, wow. so uh, Tuesday night in the Wednesday, Thursday night in the Friday, and Friday night in the Saturday. Mm-hmm. So my weekend basically was a coma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I'm i not joking with you. I got home at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning and immediately slept until about 3. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I got up and came downstairs and, like, watched some shows on Netflix and ordered dinner because I didn't have the energy to cook anything. And yeah. then I went to bed at about 8.30 and then woke up on Sunday at ten o'clock and then I at least I had a nice Sunday. I got to listen to Nate's teaching and have a nice quiet time in the morning got to read some books um, yeah it was a it was a good Sunday How about you Tate How was your weekend
1: yeah i I had a pretty good weekend actually like you I'm not used to having two days off in a row and so it's definitely taken me something I had to get used to it, but I will say it is really nice right now to have two days off in a row getting to, um, I don't know, just take it easy back to back days. It feels, I definitely feel like I go into a deeper rest and a deeper, just like, because honestly, like on Saturday, when that was my day off, I would spend a lot of that day doing chores. And then on Monday, which was my other day off, I would just... I don't know. I don't even know what I would do that day, but but it just still felt like, oh, I got to prep for the week because it's Monday. So um, anyways, this weekend I had some fun things. I On sat- Saturday night, we did a virtual game night with some of my friends and uh, we played um, Catchphrase, which actually worked out pretty well. And it was really fun. I loved it. And then Sunday yeah i did the teaching i will say on sunday i missed church a lot that this particular sunday i don't know what it was about this particular sunday but i just i really really wished i could be at church so i did watch it online i enjoyed that i've enjoyed worshiping the lord privately on on sundays um and just really taking the time to reflect i think it's brought a lot of gratitude to my heart but i spent some time outside um going on some walks. It was, I ate some good food, um, sourdough pancakes. I had sourdough pancakes this weekend. So it was a win weekend for me, but yeah, not, uh, I will, I haven't experienced the coma you're talking about, but I definitely could feel it. I, since I don't have to be up early in the morning, I have been staying up later and I've gotten into this new game Called Homescape, and I regret all my decisions. Before this, I never played games on like a tablet or a cell phone. It's similar to Candy Crush, but you like are remodeling this home. I'm addicted, and I probably need to stop. But I played a lot of that this weekend as well.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. I kind of try to avoid the games. Yeah. My my coma though, this was a special circumstance.
1: No, total. I mean, three back to back overnights. Yeah.
2: I, and I made this huge mistake of not realizing, like, how crazy that would be. Yeah. Sometimes I did the back-to-back, right, Thursday and Friday. I had to work a full day on Friday.
1: Well, so, and to be fair, like, if you did that every week, your body would kind of be, like, prepared for that. But you don't do that every week.
2: Yeah, it kind <laughs> of would be. I asked Matt, who's, like, one of the overnight staff there It's regular. I was like, do you just, like, get used to this? And he's like, No. <laughs> Actually
1: but, you crashed every time.
2: <laughs> but basically like so what what happened was on my Thursday I like um left the house at 10 30 to go to work. It's eleven to 8, 11 p.m. to eight a m got home, slept from like eight to noon, got up, worked from like twelve thirty to six took another nap until 8.30, got up, did my, what would normally be morning devos. this time it wasn't, went back to work from 11 to 8. So it was basically like in this 36-hour stretch, I worked like 25 hours and slept like four hours.
0: Wow. And
2: my body just hated me. Mm -hmm. Because the overnight shift is great. Like if you have a big cup of coffee at the start of it, then make a second cup at like 2.30. Yeah, you're doing pretty well, but at six o'clock, two hours left in the shift, my body hits this point where I'm too tired to do anything. Yeah. And I can't drink any more coffee, otherwise, I won't sleep when I get home. Right. And so it's basically two hours of sitting there looking at the clock and saying, in two hours, I can go home and sleep. Yeah. An hour and a half, I can go home and sleep. So it's rough. But with that, I want to talk to you guys this week. We've been doing different themes and things like that over uh, the last couple of weeks. And our theme for this week that we wanna touch on is just quiet time. You know, we're talking especially about how to have a relationship with God in this season. I think our quiet times, you know, reading the word, prayer, journaling, silence, things like that, it's kind of ground zero for enjoying a relationship with God. So I wanna share just a quick verse, Psalm 4610, where the Lord says, be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The most important line that I want you to see is the be still and know that I am God. A big thing that we're doing in this quiet time Uh, is we are slowing down, we're choosing to be still, and we're choosing to recognize that the Lord is our God. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do with a quiet time, just to give like a, a immediate understanding of this, is it's a time during your day where you take five minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, however long is good for you, and you be still. You don't play games on your phone or watch a show on Netflix or listen to a podcast or anything like that, and you just take a moment to be in God's presence, to be aware of God, and to recognize that he is God. And so with that, there's a lot of different ways that your quiet time can look. So Tate, would you mind sharing with us just real briefly what your quiet time tends to look like on an average day?
1: Yes, but before I do, Andy, I have a question. What age did you start drinking coffee? This, this kind of goes with our Devo, but also because you mentioned coffee before. I'm just curious.
2: That's true. Yeah, coffee goes hand in hand with a morning quiet time. <laughs> in my book. It's one of the great spiritual disciplines of the morning quiet time. That's going to that's gonna be our Friday episode is what's the perfect quiet time coffee? Yeah, yeah. I started drinking coffee, goodness. Um, probably in eighth grade. No. I don't think so. Wow. (laughs) I didn't like it, though. Like, it was a gradual ramping up. Probably starting in sixth grade is when I started trying it. And then I started ramping up, but it was probably... You know what it was? In sixth grade, I had a friend who, liked iced caramel macchiatos from Starbucks. That was my introduction into liking coffee. That's when I went from the Frappuccino. It's like an actual coffee drink. Yeah. Um, But I didn't like drinking coffee probably until my sophomore year of high school is when coffee itself became good to me. Yeah. And over the last like year and a half, I've just started drinking black coffee. So I'm at the point where it's like, you don't need to do anything to it. I'll drink it. It's good.
1: Right, right. Okay. How about you? I mean, you just prove all theories of like coffee, like when parents say coffee, if you drink coffee, you won't grow any taller, like it makes you shorter, it stunts your growth. So just right there, if your parents are telling you you can't have coffee, just tell them Andy started drinking it in the sixth grade. So uh, he, if anything, we could say it does the opposite now. It, it actually makes you grow taller. So um, maybe that's why our parents didn't want us to drink it. Anyways, anyways, I'm derailing. So uh, I started drinking coffee. Well, I did a lot of chai tea lattes in high school. I was definitely addicted to them. Definitely by the time I was 16, and could drive myself through the drive-through to get one. I was having those a lot and I was working, so I had the money to buy them for myself. But I didn't really do the whole coffee drink thing. I would do like a blended coffee drink, so with a lot of syrup. But a, maybe four years ago, I did a whole 30 and you can only have black coffee. Um, it was the last and the f- the first and last time I've ever done the whole 30. So nobody think I'm better than anybody because I'm not. And, and anyways, um, because of that, I actually got really used to black coffee. So that was the one good thing that came from that experience. And I actually enjoy black coffee. And I also don't usually put anything in my coffee now, unless it's iced. I do prefer iced coffee to have a little bit of like creamer or something.
2: I agree. Um,
1: anyways, about my quiet time, what that looks like for me... Um, well, first of all, I also want to say that I really had to buy into the idea that quiet time needed to be for me in the morning. And honestly, I think that most of us can do it in the morning. And so you should do it in the morning because there's just something to spending time with God in the morning versus like middle of your day or even at night. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend time with God all throughout your day, but especially in the morning, um, it's, that's when the day's quietest. Honestly, usually that's when our minds can think clearly. There's so many studies about, um, that being our most productive chunk of time in the day. And so, um, I think getting up and just opening up my Bible has been life-changing for me. And I didn't start doing that, um, as a discipline until, and I've said this before, but, going through a season of really needing answers from God. So just about 2 years ago or 3 years ago I'd say I really got serious about my quiet time. Mm-hmm. And right now it, it looks like getting up um taking a couple deep breaths, sitting there for a minute I'll, or actually a few minutes just in quiet and kind of just trying to meditate on the Lord, so thinking about a verse or something um maybe a, a something I read from a spiritual book but meditating about god and um then i'll either go straight if if something's coming into my heart like if things are like um cluttering my mind or something i'll go straight into prayer but if nothing's really coming to me then i'll just go straight into reading my bible and so i read a psalm every day and then i'm currently in the book of john i just read a chapter a day i've done things like i've read the bible in a year where you're reading four chapters every day. I've read whole books of the Bible repeatedly for a season. So I've done all different kinds of Bible plans. Maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast. But um, then after that, I spend some time journaling and praying, and I always try to write at least one thing down. Um, I find that just really helps me to think about my quiet time more throughout the day rather than just like walking away from it and not thinking about it the rest of the day. And then, um, if I haven't prayed, I'll, I'll end in prayer, but, or I'll, um, end with some worship music. So I'll kind of get up and start getting ready for the day or eating breakfast. And I'll usually play worship music while I do that. Um, and just praise the Lord for my time with him and before I start my day. So that's what quiet time looks like for me. Um, in different seasons, it's been different things of needing to sit in silence longer, or pray for longer than I read, maybe just reading one or two verses, maybe reading the same chapter over and over again if I'm not understanding it or if I it's just like still something I need to dissect. I try to not read with any commentaries, but there have been seasons where I do pick up a commentary and read with it. Since we're doing the Calvary Challenge while in shelter in place, I've been reading a spiritual book right after my quiet time. So 10 pages of my spiritual book and, uh, yeah, I, that's kind of what it looks like for me. So in total, it takes maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I can make it shorter if I need to, but you know, there's really no excuse for it to not be an hour right now. There's nowhere I have to be. I have no commute to work. I don't even really have to get ready. Um, Andy's basically the only person who sees me every single Monday through my weekday, Andy and Joshua usually. So, they, they both know what I look like in all seasons of my life, so <laughs> there's no surprise to them if I hop on here with no makeup or my hair not done. So anyway, uh, what about you? What is your...
2: And for some solidarity, tape, I have not worn makeup a single day <laughs> that we've recorded together. So.
1: Not a single day. Josh and Andy, never, they never have makeup on. I don't understand.
2: Yeah, I've worn makeup before. That's a story for another time. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, so my morning quiet time, like you, I do it in the morning. And in all transparency, probably 90% of the reason is because I won't do it any other time. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, if I get into the day, there will always be something that, like, air quotes, better for me to do. Right. Uh, If I wait until the afternoon, it will always be like, well, I need to make lunch or... Well, I'm taking a break from work, so like I don't want to do more like work stuff. So I'm gonna do something silly or fun. Or when it gets late in the day, it's like, okay, I should do one before going to bed. Then it's like, but I need to sleep. Like mm-hmm. I can't be irresponsible and stay up super late. So there's plenty of time to do it, but if I don't discipline myself to like doing it right away, then I have a really hard time like putting it into my day somewhere else. Yeah. So I aim to do it right when I wake up, um, make my cup of coffee and sit down. I start with like a breathing prayer is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can get into more detail of what it's like, but essentially it's just this way of like kind of easing into it. I close my eyes, take deep breaths. Mm -hmm. And right now as I breathe in, I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, I breathe out, have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm Uh, It's the prayer that Jesus talked about the tax collector saying, and, you know, it's simply just as a way to like quiet your mind, stop thinking about all the distracting things and all the things going on for the day and all the random thoughts that you have. And then I get in and read God's word. Um, I I tend to always read the Psalms, Uh, at least one Psalm in some seasons. I had seasons in my life where I was reading the Psalms every two weeks, so I'd read like 15 a day. Um, not in one of the seasons right now. Um, I like to read some in the Old Testament, so right now I'm in Ecclesiastes, and then my New Testament reading right now I'm in Romans, and I'm doing one section a day, so not a chapter, but like you know how there's the headings with like text and another heading, I'm just doing one of those a day so I can do it slowly. And I've been doing that for the Gospels basically since Christmas. I'm almost done with Matthew right now, um, which that just shows like how slow this takes it, like four months later and I'm a week out from finishing Matthew. Uh, But I've been loving it. Just like some days of reading like three verses um, and just taking that extra time to think about those. Yeah. Uh, Then I also like... Uh, to dabble in like just reading over the text that I'm going to be teaching this week um, and not doing it to study it, but just doing it to hear from the Lord through it. Um, I don't like reading commentaries when I do my devos. It feels too much like work to me. Uh, I prefer to just try to focus on the being with God and then usually close in prayer. And I like to put on some worship music and then read a devotional book. Right now I'm reading The Dark Knight by St. John of the Cross. It's not the one about Batman and the Joker. Um, it's, a, it's about prayer and about coming to God in times of uh, spiritual dryness, you could say, where it feels like God is distant from you. Um, and that's basically what my quiet time looks like.
1: Yeah. No, and, good. ahead. That's really good. Do you have any recommendations for other devotional? Like, because I, I'm thinking about me in middle school and I would read would the not. Bible and I'd just be like, man, I don't know where, like, I don't understand what I'm reading.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: what, but I know you've suggested this before, but for the listeners today, what books of the Bible do you recommend them starting in for like a morning devotional? I know you mentioned the Psalms. I would definitely say start yeah. in Psalms. Um, or even the Proverbs, but the Proverbs do kind of, sometimes they're confusing. So, so. Yeah.
2: Proverbs can be confusing. If you read the Proverbs wrong, they can be really condemning. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I read 30 things I'm doing a bad job at. Um, so I love Proverbs. They're great. But uh, I, I definitely recommend Psalms to anyone who's starting off. Um Reading a gospel is great and Matthew and John are probably two of the best ones to jump into. Uh, They also have the shortest chapters. So if you read Luke, like sometimes they'll be like, yeah, just do one chapter a day. And it's like that chapter took me 30 minutes to read. (laughs) Um, So Matthew and John are great choices. Um, I also recommend doing like I call it General Electric Power Company. It's Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Yes. The mnemonic device my mom taught me to remember the order. Um, Because they're all pretty quick. You can read each of them in a week, only doing a chapter a day. Um, And you won't get everything about them. But, and we can talk about this more when we get into talking about scripture. The Bible's written to where you're not going to get everything the first time you read it. It's designed to be a book that you reread over and over and over again. So if you read through it, maybe you'll pick out 5% of what's good about it. Five, like you'll only understand a little bit, but that just means you can reread it and it will be even better the second time.
1: Yeah. All right, well, I think we covered it for today. Uh, It's Tuesday, so we'll be seeing you guys online later today. Yeah. Uh, check out our youtube page calvary monterey youth ministry to get joshua's teaching and andy's teaching for the middle school um and then we'll be on marco Polo later tonight um you can always email us too if you're not online so we love you guys we pray that this is encouraging for you and that you will be challenged to spend some time in the morning wednesday morning with the lord and mm-hmm. um maybe do quiet time a little bit differently maybe try mine and Andy's way or make out your own outline for how you're going to do your quiet time but that's our challenge to you um our encouragement to you Andy do you have any other words
2: to say yeah I would just say that the kind of call slash challenge of this week um is if you don't do a morning quiet time start doing one make it simple pray for one minute and read one chapter uh if you do if you do a quiet time now, i just encourage you to kind of think through what you're doing and is there anything that you would want to change or add or adjust or is it going really well for you right now um but basically the whole point is just do it like however you can do it and don't compare like don't hear me and tate be like yeah ours are about 45 minutes to an hour and think well i don't want to do that so i'm just not going to do anything because let me tell you if you pray for 12 seconds and read one verse that's better than if you did nothing so start where you can start enjoy the lord in that way and then for the rest of this week we'll be zeroing in on some details of the quiet time and hopefully we can encourage you guys and give you just some support and starting your own
1: yeah all right guys happy tuesday wash your hands we love you we miss you
0: Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.